0: Hello, and welcome back to Better Health Now. I'm your host, Rob Brown. In case you've been following me, you know that this podcast is designed to try to give you some information that's helpful, useful, safe, effective. I'm gonna give you some information today about the topic that's sort of on everybody's mind, the COVID virus. Uh, If you like what I have to say, uh, please share this with some of your friends, uh, hit the like button, uh, get some other people this information. Uh, If it's useful to you, it could be useful to them. If you want to touch base with me, you can send me an email at BetterHealthNowPodcast at gmail.com. Love to hear from you folks, see what you're thinking, touch base with you. I heard a song one time that said, if you're adding to the noise, turn off the song. Well, there have been so many people adding noise to this virus discussion that I really didn't want to add my voice to the noise, but I kind of feel that I have to now. I'm not going to be talking about the virus itself. I'm gonna talk about a topic that relates to the virus, and that's more of how we react to the virus. What can we do to respond to what's going on in our lives and in our country right now because of this virus? Now, some of you have been listening for a while and you're aware aware that I'm a runner. Now, I am not fast, Uh, I don't win my races, I don't win my age group, nothing like that. But running is what I do for exercise, it makes me feel good. I've been running for probably the past 18 years, And in that time, I've learned some things about myself and about life through my running. Recently, during this virus, I noticed that my running form was starting to change. My strides were getting a little bit longer. I wasn't running quite as many steps per mile. Um, Now, I don't want to talk about the pros and cons of stride length. That's not what I'm here to talk about. I think that'll bore people that aren't runners and people who are good runners have a better understanding of it than I probably do. What I want to talk about is what happens when my running form changes. Now, my running form, whether I take long strides or short strides, uh, it changes where the stress is placed in my body as I'm running. Short strides cause certain muscles to be worked more the stress goes on certain parts of my body. If you lengthen your stride out, you change where the impact and where the forces are felt. If I was to put on 10 or 15 pounds, like a lot of people have during this virus, um, I would be putting more of an impact on my ankles, my feet, my knees. Uh, It's possible that I could start to see some cartilage damage in my knees, or maybe a plantar fasciitis as a result of changing my form or gaining some weight. So those are the kinds of things that I want to talk about today. This virus has altered our form. Not that we're aliens or we've grown a third arm, but it has altered and changed the way we do our lives. Our lifestyles have been changed due to the restrictions that this virus has placed upon us. The the changes it's placed upon our communities, uh, our workplaces, our schools, our churches, our social institutions, and our social interactions. Pretty much everything else in our lives has been changed because of this virus. Now, life, a lot of times, as in running, they share a similarity. Sometimes we can change our form and not even be aware of it. Now, there were some changes in our form that took place as soon as the shutdown occurred when they closed gyms, when they closed workplaces, when they closed restaurants, when they closed certain other business establishments. Those were pretty easy changes to observe because they were bigger. I want to talk about those smaller, more subtle changes that occur later on. Example, if I shorten my strides, after weeks or maybe months of running with a shorter stride, I might start to develop a callus on the outside part of my foot because I'm striking the ground differently. Now, that callus on my foot causes me to to notice it. I notice that symptom, and I'm going to do something about it. Maybe I reach for a new pair of socks. Maybe I decide I need to get new shoes. Maybe my hamstring muscles get tight because of the stride changes that I've made. Maybe it's my calf muscles, and I change my post-running workout to address tight hamstrings and tight calf muscles more. I start doing something different as a result of that. Well, sometimes we're good at noticing those changes and adapting to them. Other times, uh, we don't realize it quite as much, and we try new shoes and new socks, and that doesn't solve our problem, and we continue to be affected by those unconscious changes, the things we're not aware of. Well, soon we, we can't run outside anymore. We decide to switch to the treadmill because it doesn't hurt as much. And if we don't correct our problems, uh, those changes, subtle changes, continue and uh, we give up running altogether. Um, how much of our lives have been altered by this virus? let's take a look at the form of our life and how that may have changed. Again, those big changes, easy to notice. It's the small, subtle changes that have the consequences down the line. So let's talk about a couple of those things. First thing is, and this is kind of an obvious one, lots of people have been stuck in their homes for these past months. Uh, One of the biggest, most obvious changes I think is that people have not been able to get to the gym. Their activities overall have been severely decreased and significantly diminished. Some folks don't go to the gym because their gym is closed. Some folks can't go to and do the activities that they used to do on a regular basis, spring, summer, fall, because those activities have just been shut down. Some folks just don't want to put on a mask, and they don't want to go to the gym and work out now, even if the gym is open. Some folks are cautious about going to the gym because they've got a family member. They don't mind wearing a mask, but they've got a family member that's got some health related issues. So people are not working out and going to the gym and being as active as they used to be. And one of the consequences of that is that people are gaining weight. We know a lot of people, I'm sure we do, that have put on some pounds. Uh, How do we notice that? People step on the scale. People look at how their clothes fit. Slow, subtle weight gain, but there it is, and it's a result of not working out anymore. Let's talk about something else. How many of you have changed your work location? Work has shifted to home. You're now doing working from home. So I want to ask you a question. How is your home desk and your home chair compared to what you have at work? Is it as supportive for you? What about the screen height? Do you have a bigger screen at your workplace? Maybe you need two screens for the job you do. How good is your internet connection? Since you're working from home, how much support are you getting in your daily work life from your pets? I know that sounds kind of silly, but we all have, a lot of people have animals in their houses. Is your family helping you work or is your family tearing your work environment down? Someone walks into the room while you're trying to be on a Zoom meeting. Now, we all know that working from home is a less than ideal setup, and it's probably more demanding physically, mentally, and maybe even psychologically. The challenge for this is that there's no real scale you can step on. to, to be able to see and notice that your concentration has slipped or maybe what you notice is that your patience with your family has worn paper thin. Maybe you don't even realize that your creativity has become diminished or that your problem solving capacity or that your ability to focus has all been diminished as a result of these additional changes. You may not have noticed those drops in those areas because there's not a real good measuring stick for those things. At least if we gain weight, we can see it on the scale or see how our clothes fit. We can't do that when we're talking about how we work. Another area that we've seen some changes has been our social scene. It's been seriously disrupted. The concept of blowing off steam with an after-work adult beverage with some of your coworkers just isn't happening yet, is it? Those establishments aren't hot open. And if they are open, you have to eat a meal. You have to stay at least six foot apart and you can't, for, for heaven's sakes, you can't sit at the bar. There's other changes that go along with that. We have a social aspect of chatting around the coffee machine or the water cooler, or when we eat lunch, we sit in the lunchroom and and talk with friends. We share good news. We we share gossip with some people. Those are all things that aren't happening right now because people go to their office, they close the door, take off the mask, do their job, and go home. Now, other social things, not just work-related, have been altered as well. Weddings have been limited to immediate family only. We used to celebrate these events with family and friends. These were life milestones, and now they're going by without our participation, without our joyful encouragement. And we have lost out on the chance to do the chicken dance at all the weddings. I know that's kind of silly, but it's true. I know, I know, it sounds like I'm being a downer, and all I'm doing is telling you all the things that you have realized that you've lost over these past many months. And I am sure that there are a lot of significant life changes that I have not pointed out, things that I have not been subject to. But they've been blown right out of the water, gone because of this virus. Graduations from high schools and colleges, the births of family and friends' children's, funerals we didn't get to attend, retirements we didn't get to celebrate, new students starting college or children starting kindergarten, anniversary celebrations, and other more important events, many of which are really once in a lifetime. They've occurred uncelebrated and unsung as we've been isolated in our homes. Now, I realize you don't need me to tell you what you have lost. That's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm not trying to bring us down. What I'm trying to do is shed some light on some of the other changes that have occurred that have been subtle. Those are changes in our form, And those occurred because of the big things, the big shutdowns. Maybe your life form has changed because of these big issues. Uh, I am not going to be corny and say that we're all going to emerge on the other side of this virus shutdown like beautiful butterflies coming out of a cocoon. Hey, we're going to come out of this at some point in time. Whether we look like butterflies or the worms that crawled in there is in part at least up to us. Now, we have been forced to alter much of who and what we are because of this virus. Unfortunately, I see on social media friends jokingly admitted, admitting to daily drinking and celebrating that as if it's a habit that, that is really a badge of honor and it should be celebrated. I hear folks championing the fact that they don't bathe regularly or that they don't even change into clean clothes every single day. I hear parents on these social media sites, proud of the fact that they've just given up on regulating screen time for their kids. They've given up on trying to get their kids to eat healthy. They've given up on trying to get kids into bed at a decent hour. They're letting kids just run amok, and they're proud of that, and they're telling everyone that people are shopping by having amazon and fedex and everybody delivered to their house 3 4 5 6 times a day there's a void in our lives people are trying to fill it by shopping and they enjoy telling everybody how many fedex packages they got here today this is real folks this is what's going on how did these well balanced adults regress in their work habits how did they lose their parenting skills How do they give up on their personal hygiene? Their form has been changed and they didn't realize it. I can sit here and tell you the problems which I tend to do with my podcasts. Now, I wanna give you the good news. I think there is a solution and I'm not gonna say it's easy, but the solution I believe is to go back and look at what our old form was. What did we do before? So if you will, just take a minute and pause and consider this. What was your day like before this virus rewrote our world? What did your day consist of? What was your food, your eating, your drinking, your exercise habits? How much sleep did you get? What did you do for social interaction? How did you manage stress? Uh, What were your spiritual habits like? What were all those things like back in early February, maybe late February, before this virus really hit and started changing things? I'm just a recording, so if you want to pause the podcast right now, take a couple minutes to think about this, really get in your brain, see what you were doing back then. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, so if you go ahead and think about those days and compare them with what you're doing today, this new normal that we're forced into probably doesn't look much like last winter, does it? Now, I'm sure that there are a few of us that have adopted new, wonderful habits. Work, people are working out every day. There are people that have picked up a new hobby and they're making furniture or they're baking things. There are some people who have used this time very, very well, and are going to come out of this on the other side with some wonderful new skills and wonderful new habits. Those people, unfortunately, are probably uh, pretty much the lightning strike rare folks in our group, Uh, and I would bet that if you're listening to this podcast, you notice some things about yourself that aren't quite the lightning strike rare, and you're not necessarily building furniture or making new cakes. What do we do about this? Well, there's an easy answer, which is never easy. Let's just start doing everything we did back in February. That's not simple. That may not even be possible. For for example, working out. Maybe your gym isn't even opened up yet. Maybe your workplace hasn't opened up yet. Maybe your gym has different hours. You used to stop on the way home and take a yoga class. Same yoga class is offered at seven o'clock in the morning. Doesn't work for you now. What do you do? Um, that's a challenge, that's a real challenge. So you are gonna have to reinvent your workout plans. Now. You're listening to the podcast on some sort of portable device, so you have a device in your hands that will let you go online and look for a new workout. My recommendation is that you choose a home-based program this time. The reason you can't go back to your gym is the gym doesn't work out for you. Many people are sitting at home waiting for this all to go back to normal and saying, I'm not gonna go try anything else until I can go back to my normal old schedule. Well, they are victims They're held captive by the the virus and the effects that the virus has placed on us. They're not gonna do anything different and they're not gonna take any steps forward until this whole thing goes back to normal. That could be a long time. Nobody knows where that is. But the rest of us realize that they can't do the same workout. We're gonna have to make some changes. I know you liked your old gym. I know you liked your old workout. But right now, if it's not working for you, you gotta come up with something else. You gotta change your form. The good news and the best news is that you get to be in control of that form and you determine what it looks like. Get on the computer, find some other ways to work out, check something out. If you want to know how to work out and how to start working out, I've got a podcast about exercise and working out. It comes under lines of New Year's resolutions. Go back and listen to that. I don't want to get into too much of that right now, but there's definitely some things that we should and shouldn't be doing when we start brand new workout programs. Be thoughtful about it, be cautious about it, but jump into something new, uh, and see if you can't move forward with it. Another area that I wanna talk about is your social connections, they've been cut. There is no more going to happy hour. So you know what you're gonna have to do? You might decide that you're gonna share adult beverages at someone's house on Friday after work. Or maybe you're gonna get together and share adult beverages on Saturday watching the college football games, or Sundays watching the NFL, or Monday nights. You're going to have to change where you do that because some of these favorite establishments are not broadcasting the games and they can't because some of these places still aren't allowed to be open. Now, there's a very good chance that your group is going to look different than it used to. Some of the folks just can't get there. Some of the folks choose not to because they're concerned about this virus. And some folks are just going to dig in their heels and say, I'm not doing anything different. I'm going to wait till everything goes back to normal. They decide to closet themselves up in their home and complain about their lack of social time or the lack of workout time or how much weight they've gained. Maybe what you need to do doesn't have to do with social connections. It doesn't have to do with the gym. Maybe you need to go to bed earlier and get up earlier. Really, uh, how many of us are better falling asleep every night watching Netflix or Hulu? How many of you have seen better form in your life by binge-watching any show? I know a lot of you think that the British baking show is marvelous, but are you really baking those cakes? Maybe getting up in the morning a little bit earlier by going to bed earlier at night is the nudge you need to start your day with that exercise or with a healthy breakfast or now you have the time to read a book that's going to be a self-help book or something that you've always known that you should do but just never found the time for. want to consider one last thing here. How we treat each other on social media has gotten really, really ugly ever since this virus took place. Folks today just seem to live to tear into each other. It could be politics or religion or social justice issues. If you don't like mine, then I just spew hate towards you and vice versa. That's what it seems like people are doing. I, I look back and I wonder, was my form mean like that back in February? How did you respond to differing opinions on social media back in February? Did I look for a chance to tell someone where to go because they supported the police or because they supported certain minority groups? Did you? If you lived that way back then, then I apologize, you haven't changed your form. Uh, I suppose that we should all be trying a new form of communication Let's try to be kind and respectful and adult-like toward each other in these types of communications. Let's try to become people who allow for people to have a different opinion. Maybe we can learn something from listening to their opinion. It doesn't have to change ours, but maybe we can learn something just by being respectful and adult-like and listening to them. If that's a change that we make because of this virus, then we do have a chance to come out of this on the other side with some better habits and some better setups and some better form. Now, I've given you some of these ideas, and there's many more, but I want to tell you why I can't tell you exactly what to do. I have my own form, as so do you. Your form is not my form. I spoke with someone yesterday whose spouse is still not working. The job that they used to go to doesn't exist anymore. The job applications they put in to try to find the new one aren't even being responded to. There are a lot of people today whose ability to work has been destroyed. Their work form has been destroyed. The ability to provide for their family has been taken away from them. I can't tell that person what to do because I have been blessed to be able to continue working during this time. So it's unrealistic for me to say that I can tell you what your new form should look like. And you don't want to have my form. You need to have your own form but we get a chance to to go back and do this. So I don't have a, a formula for you to copy. But I think that if we all consider what our individual old form was like back in February, if we can take an honest look at it, take a look at our strengths, be honest and take a look at your weaknesses, the things you weren't very proud of, the things you didn't like the way you did. If we can do that and really assess the things that worked well and the things that didn't work as well and weren't as helpful, then we can be led to the areas that need improvement. If a strength that you had before has been taken away, how can you use that strength again? How can you work into that area? If a weakness that you had back then has become magnified, how do you diminish the impact of that weakness on your life and your form today? Many of the parts of our old forms are still not back to normal, but we can evaluate which parts we want to get back. And we also get a chance to see which parts need A new approach. Now, I don't want you to think that you can find the new exercise routine and it'll solve all your problems. A new diet and taking off 10 pounds is not going to solve all your problems either. We have a lot more issues than just those things, but those are the next step and the next thing that we can recognize and notice. All of us have a choice of having our form altered without our awareness. We suffer the consequences. Maybe we give up on things that worked well for us or we give up things we loved. We have an option. We can recognize those changes that have taken place in the form of our life. We can rewrite those areas that have changed. This is gonna demand a really honest and hard look at what we did back before the virus. Self-awareness is a marvelous tool. How many things were we doing were really working for us and how many things that we just keep doing because it was a habit? We have an opportunity now forced upon us by this virus to pause and look at the things we used to do. Decide how much we like those things and make some changes. If we can be honest with ourselves and if we have good enough self-awareness, I think we can work on our strengths, diminish those weaknesses, and we can come out of this virus shutdown at some point in time, the better for it. Hopefully, we can all come out healthier, treating each other with more respect and more like adults, and we can have better health in all of the areas of our lives.